0: Well, hey there! What's going on? Uh, this is the first official uh, Orange Fire podcast. This is the the pilot. Um, this podcast is really for people who love the Houston Astros or, or baseball. Because I won't just talk about the Astros only, um, but uh, specifically, this is for for Astros fans. Um, I I just I love baseball. Uh, I love baseball. I love the Astros and and. Uh, um, it, it just made sense to do this um since this is the the first the first one let me just kind of introduce myself my name is uh, scott I, I go to the uh university of houston and uh one of my classes this semester uh you have to to build a uh, a like a personal brand on different social media platforms and on, on different things like that and so one of the things that you have to do is uh, uh come up with either a podcast or a, a blog or, or something like that and and do it regularly, and keep it updated, and I didn't know what to do, honestly, um, and then I was on Twitter a couple nights ago, and uh, I saw that basically 90% of what I tweet about is either baseball or the Astros, and so it just kind of made sense to do it, to, to do this. Um, I, you know, I, I, I do, I, I, I grew up watching the Astros. When uh, I was three years old, we moved down here um, from Virginia, and, uh, my, my, where my dad was working, gave him, um, Astros tickets, and they, they weren't good Astro tickets, but they gave him tickets, and we went just to go, and I was about three years old at the time, and, uh, I I don't know why, but I, I remember where I was, I was sitting in the nosebleed section down the first baseline, uh, they were playing the Boston Red Sox, and the Red Sox were completely and totally mauling the Astros, and, uh, as I would come to realize if you're an Astros fan, uh, up until about three years ago, you were used to that. Um, and so we left early. That's how bad it was. I don't remember the score, but it must have been pretty pretty bad. And um, on the way home, I remember asking my dad if we could please listen to the people we had just been watching, and he told me, you know, the game was over. Um, but at that point, it, it, it didn't matter. At that point, man, I was I was hooked on baseball. And uh, I, I was, I, I remember growing up and watching uh, Biggio and Bagwell and Berkman and Clemens and Pettit. And I remember in 2004 the just, the insane high point of Chris Burke hitting the 18th inning walk-off home run to the Crawford Boxes against the Atlanta Braves that sent them to the NLCS. And then I remember uh, in the NLCS, One inning away from the World Series, Brad Lidge gives up a just a massive shot to Albert Pujols, and that ball is still orbiting. Uh, The earth, very interesting, but it's still orbiting. And uh, then in 2005, you know, we start off just terribly, and and no one gave us a chance, and everyone wrote us off, just because mathematically it seemed impossible, and we, we fought back somehow. And I was at the game in 2005 against the Chicago Cubs, that um, uh, we clinched the wild card. And uh, I, I remember I was at the game in 2006 where they got their World Series rings and I remember watching Craig Biggio's 3,000th hit on TV um, against the Colorado Rockies, I believe it was. And, and I just I remember all of that. And um, baseball's just a huge part of, of who I am. Um, my, my favorite, one of my favorite movies is, uh, is Moneyball. If you haven't seen Moneyball, you need to go watch it. Uh, it has Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill in it. And the story is about uh, Billy Bean, who today is the... Uh, I believe his official title is President of Baseball Operations of the Oakland, of the Oakland Athletics. And uh, that was he was the general manager of the A's back when this movie takes place. And, and Billy Bean completely reinvented the way baseball is played. It, it, I don't think it's a stretch to say if it wasn't for Billy Bean there would be no Jeff Lunao, there would be no Houston Astros the way it is today. He, he radically changed the way people build teams. And at the end of the movie, uh, he's having to make the decision, okay, do I, do I wanna stay in Oakland or do I wanna go be the general manager for the Boston Red Sox? And he's, having, he's, he's, he's just trying to make the decision. And Jonah Hill's character shows him this clip, I, I won't tell you what it is, in case you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it, but he shows him this clip, and Billy Bean leans back and looks at him, and he says, it's hard not to get romantic about baseball, and that's the truth, uh, I just, baseball is a game, and I know that, but it's, it's more than that in so many different ways, I, I mean, just last season uh, for the Houston area, just complete devastation, complete heartbreak for thousands of people due to Hurricane Harvey, and the Astros gave them something to cheer for, the Astros gave them something to root for, the Astros gave them something to take their mind off pressure for, for three hours, for four hours, you know, and, um, I think about it in, in 2001, after, uh, after 9-11, the Yankees just happened to be in the World Series of that year, and, and, the first game of the World Series, they, they put the American flag that, had, that was on top of one of the World Trade Center towers, had somehow survived the fall. I mean, it was it was torn and it was ragged and everything, but it had made it. And they put that flag out in center field, and then President Bush came out and threw out the first pitch. And what that was, honestly, it was just a, it was a statement to the world, that we're Americans, and we play baseball, and it doesn't matter what's happened, we're still going to play baseball, and I, I think about, uh, I forget the, the exact year, but a couple years ago, the, the Boston bombings, and just how devastating that was for the city of Boston, and then the Red Sox go on a run, and they win the World Series, and I remember David Ortiz, you know, telling the crowd, this is our city, after they won. I mean, it's just moments like that that you can't script, you can't write, it's just baseball. And so whether, you know, you've been a lifelong fan like me of the Astros, um, maybe you're a Cardinals fan, but you like baseball and, you know, whatever. Maybe, maybe, you know, you just started watching the Astros a couple years ago. I hope you guys like this podcast. I hope you guys continue to listen to it. And I, I really do hope that you guys enjoy it. So first off, uh, biggest thing that happened this week, obviously, is that the Astros clinched the American League West uh, second time in as many years. It's huge. Um, because of this, we will not have to go play uh, New York in New York or have New York come playoffs for, for a one-game uh, playoff. And the wild card round, we get to buy that round, which is huge. Uh, we don't have to waste Verlander or Cole or Keichel. Um, We'll have a full-rested staff. Uh, That's awesome. Um, We will be playing the Cleveland Indians the first round of the playoffs. Um, That series will start on October 5th. Uh, The Astros will have home field uh, against any team they play in the playoffs except for the Boston Red Sox. So um, that's going to be huge for us, I think, especially if, I mean, we, we all know weird things happen in the playoffs. I mean, last year the Indians were basically the Red Sox of this year. They won 100 and God only knows how many games. I don't know it off the top of my head. And uh, they played the Yankees. They're up 2 nothing against the Yankees in the first round of the playoffs. and need one more win and they blew a 2 nothing lead. Um, and so maybe something like that can happen to Boston. You never know. Um, I do like the Astros against the Indians. Uh, the Indians are a good team. It's not going to be a walk in the park by any stretch of the imagination um but I think the Astros are better the biggest question mark I think for the Cleveland Indians is going to be Trevor Bauer uh he's one of their starting pitchers and a couple uh weeks back there was a line drive it hit him on the leg uh he had a, a stress fracture in his in his leg he's come back but but the question is is he back up to speed uh, because when he is he is dominant um if he isn't, then I think the Astros will, will really walk through this series. If he is, it's going to be a little harder. Um, but I, I, I do not uh, see the Astros losing to the Indians in this series at all. Um, other big news for the Astros this week: uh, Roberto Osuna. Um, we all know the charges that were that were brought against him. Uh, he basically entered into they call it a peace bond in Canada. Uh, it's basically the equivalent of a restraining order here in the United States. Um, he, the, uh, the prosecutors did not feel they had enough, uh, evidence to charge him, uh, with anything. So they have dropped the charges. And at the end of this one year peace bond, um, if he does not contact the late, the, 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 woman in question, and if, uh, he does not, uh, have any more criminal records or anything like that, they completely dropped the charges. So the Astros, you know, they, they took a lot of heat. Uh, Jeff Lunau took a lot of heat. Jim Crane took a lot of heat. Um, but at the end of the day, you got a really good closer, um, a really young closer. And let's let's be real, uh, a lot better closer than Giles. I don't think Osuna has blown a save yet. Uh, off the top of my head, I believe he's 11 for 11. Um, and, and we got rid of Ken Giles. And, and honestly, Ken Giles had to go. There's no way that Ken Giles could have stayed a part of this organization. First off... Just the the mental, are are you okay, dude? Uh, He punched himself walking off the field after a blow. Like, I understand getting mad. I understand getting upset. But he literally sucker punched himself. Someone who sucker punches himself does not come across as a beacon of uh, uh, mental health. And then we all know uh, him walking off the field after he blew another save and uh, when AJ got to the hit, uh, got to the mound, took the ball from him. Camera is right on him, and the entire world could see him mouth "fu," man. It's he was completely and totally unprofessional. He was completely and totally just inept to do his job and then he comes out this week and he's all yeah the communication with the Astros was horrible what do you mean the communication was horrible there there is no need for communication you are a closer guess what closers do they go into the ninth and they close the game you, you aren't being asked to do math. You aren't asked to solve the cure for diabetes. You aren't asked to find the cure, uh, the, the solution to world hunger. You're asked to go in, throw some fastballs, and get three outs. That's it. And, 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 and then, you know, it didn't work out. Okay, that's fine. But then you're going to come out and you're going to attack the organization that got you a World Series ring. Don't forget that. i tell you what's going to be awkward is if the Astros come back and, and, you know, repeat, Giles gets a ring. That's going to be insanely awkward. I don't even know if Giles will take it. I I just want to put it out there. If Giles doesn't want his World Series ring from 2018, I will take it. I don't mind. Um, And and then also yesterday, (laughs) Giles got brought in to close the game out. And just remember, the Astros have already clinched. So they don't really care. They didn't play Altuve, Springer, Bregman, Marwin. They didn't even put a starting pitcher out there. They just had a bullpen day. The Astros didn't care about yesterday. And the Blue Jays are like 30 five games out of first place I mean they've been done for over a month so they put Giles in to get the save and when Giles gets the save he like turns around and fist bumps and screams like he just won the World Series and it's honestly kind of pathetic Honestly, because it's like, congrats, dude. You, you just saved a meaningless game. And while you're screaming on the field because you showed the Astros, the Astros are going to go pop some tops, and we're going to the playoffs. I, I, in some ways, you feel bad for, for Ken Giles, but in other ways, you're just like, you are a moron, dude. I, I, I this Ken Giles just in general – he was he was a disappointment. He could not handle the, the big stage. Yeah, I have I mean, he, I don't think he's blown a save since he's gone to Toronto, but guess what? Toronto hasn't played a meaningful game since he got there. There's no pressure in Toronto. There's not going to be pressure in Toronto for a while because Toronto's not going to be good for a while. They will in a couple years down the road, they have an insanely good minor league system. But right now they're not going to be good for a couple years. And so there is going to be no pressure for Ken Giles for a couple of years, and so I, I'm I'm just glad the Ken Giles debacle is done with. Uh, I, I think Osuna is a better player. Uh, I think Osuna um, uh, understands this is his second chance, and so he cannot blow this. I think he gets that, and um, and and so we'll see where it goes. But yeah, Ken Giles just. I don't I just don't even have the words for Ken Giles um, I mean Ken Giles is like Ken Giles is like the, the the girl you break up with she gets an attitude about it she then goes and finds another boy and you just happen to see them on a date somewhere and she's like yeah we're on a date I love him that's basically what Ken Giles is Ken Giles is like I'm so I'm in Toronto oh yeah man I just saved the game look at me woo! Toronto that's Ken Giles and meanwhile the Astros like while he's putting this on like the Astros are just like walking up the tunnel they're not even paying attention to him I you, I kind of feel bad for Ken Giles but in a lot of different ways I don't um it, it's yeah, it's, it's just it's something. Um, also, uh, this week, Correa uh, returned yesterday, actually, to the lineup, uh, DHing, he's His back has been giving him trouble for pretty much the entire year, let's be real. Um, Correa's got to step up, um, plain and simple. I mean, we need Correa in the playoffs, and uh, I mean, right now, he is nowhere near 100%, and that's not good for us. Correa's got to step up. Correa has to. I, I know it's. I know it's an injury, and whatever. But if he is, if he is hurt, hurt, they need to put him on the DL, and they don't even need to put him on the playoff roster, because Carlos Correa will do just as much sitting on the bench as he will standing in the batter's box watching balls fly past him. I mean, it's the truth. Um, and so, if 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 he's not okay, if he's not 100, percent they don't need to put him on the team for the for the postseason, which is insane to say, I know, but it's the truth. Uh, All right, the last little thing we're gonna do today before we call it uh quits on our very first episode here is we're just gonna look around the league at some of the uh the big things that have happened this week. Um biggest thing I think you could arguably say is uh, Shohei Otani uh, for the Los Angeles the Angels? They announced that he will be uh, having Tommy John surgery in the offseason. Uh, this is a big setback for Shohei. It's a big setback for the Angels. Um, I, I think if you're an Angels fan, <clears throat> excuse me, you're not uh, insanely happy with the way the organizational handled uh, Otani. Um, they, they had this insane idea that he could be a starting pitcher and a DH, uh, which. In the MLB that just I don't think that works. Um, the travel itself is just insane, and uh, sure enough, you know, I mean, we, we can't say that that's the reason why he's having Tommy John, but if I feel like if they had picked okay, you're gonna be a pitcher, you're not gonna hit, or you're gonna hit, you're not gonna be a pitcher, they wouldn't be in this uh scenario. But the real loser here is the MLB accounts. I mean, they won't be able to tweet hashtag Showtime for for months I don't know they're, they're just gonna have to do even more all rise tweets for Aaron judge because we don't have enough of those. Um, second big thing uh, Texas Rangers uh, releasing Jeff Bannister as their manager. Bannister had been there for uh, I think I believe four years uh, something like that. Uh, Bannister was a good manager. Um, we all remember that insane playoff series a couple years ago uh, against the Blue Jays actually. Um, he was a good manager. Uh, I, I just, you know, I, I did th- find the timing weird. Like, why not let him finish the year? Why is he just fired? Um, I think there's probably more to that than what they're going to say. Um, but, yeah, so now the, the Rangers are going to be uh, in the market for a new manager, and uh, it'll be interesting to see who they hire. Uh, another managerial change, uh, Toronto Blue Jays. They announced yesterday before the Astros played them that uh, their manager, John, John Gibbons, is leaving. Uh, Gibbons has been there for a very long time, uh, very well respected by the team, by the fans. He's a good manager. Um, he just doesn't want to be there for a rebuild, and I, um, I, don't, I don't really blame him. Uh, rebuilds are long, and they're drawn out, and they're not fun. Um, and so Gibbons is leaving. Toronto will also be looking for a manager. And then, of course, congratulations. Uh, are in order, I guess, to the competition. Uh, the Oakland A's clinching a wild card berth. Uh, it's big for Oakland. Um, lowest payroll in the entire league, not expected to do anything, and they get a playoff spot. It's crazy. Um, I, I think they even have a chance to beat the Yankees. I really do. Um, but it's absolutely crazy. Congratulations to Oakland. Uh, last night, the Milwaukee Brewers clinched a wild card spot. Well deserved. Christian Yelich, man. Dude has been on fire. Uh, I think he should win National League MVP. That's how good he's been. Um, so congrats to the Brewers. Congrats to the Cubs going back to the playoffs. Uh, not really unexpected, but uh, hard fought. Uh, the Central Division's tough. I mean, the Cubs are going to make it. The Brewers are going to make it. And there's a chance, there's an outside chance now that the Cardinals could sneak in there. I mean, you could have three playoff teams from one division in the National League. It's crazy. Um, so congrats to the Cubs. Congrats to the Brewers. Um, big stuff. Big stuff. And uh, also, I guess, congrats to the Yankees, I guess, uh, for getting a wild card because that's, yeah, that's just how New York does it. They can't win the division because Boston's going to win 138 games. But hey, you got the wild card. So congratulations. Still think you lose against the A's. Well, that is going to uh, uh, wrap up the pilot here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you're listening on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Um, we hope to, we, I hope that you come back and you, you listen again uh, next week. It uh, looks like Tuesday of next week. Uh, the next episode is going to come out. It's going to be a postseason preview uh, where I go National League Wild Card, American League Wild Card, ALDS, NLDS, and uh, give you my predictions on what's going to happen. And I'm going to have a special guest with me. Very excited about that. Um, uh, my very good friend, uh, Trey Hinkle is going to join me. Um, I, I don't just say this cause Trey is like, my closest friend and I don't just say cause he agreed to come on and do this. Trey honestly, uh, is just a baseball guru. Uh, he grew up playing it. Um, he knows just about everything about it and, uh, very, very grateful for him, uh, agreeing to come on. So that'll be next Tuesday. It's looking like, thank you guys so much. Uh, Hope to see you there, and uh, go Strohs.